That's the show with Danny. For his first live show ever, ladies and gentlemen, Danny Hatch. Good morning, Viet Keith. Suspicious start to our first live show. How's everyone doing? All right. How you doing? Okay. I got a monologue. Whee. Hey, Keith, what's your favorite TV show? Uh, Homeland, probably. Oh, really? Because I thought it was Jersey Shore. Because <laughs> I say Good, Shore a lot. you say it like that? Okay. You do say it like that. Hang on. I need my marker. <laughs> <laughs> Movies. Keith, you seen uh, this Les Miserables? Uh, no, I have not. Oh, I know. Cross only. Right. That's probably, that's probably why. We're a bunch of frogs. Oh, that was a racist term for French people. I uh, I uh, I didn't like all the Mountain Dew product placement in Les Miserables. <laughs> Thought it was a little tacky. Uh, about Django, you see that Django, huh? You get all up in that Django Unchained. I enjoyed that. A little yeah. long, but I liked it. I, I saw it. I, it was different from the trailers, I thought. Um, you know what I mean? How do you mean? I mean, like, by the time all the dwarves invaded Django's hobbit hole, I was like a little thrown off. I see. You know what the problem was? You were in the wrong theater. Oh, so you've heard it before. <laughs> Turns out I'd walked into a screening of This is 40. <laughs> <laughs> Only you were at my open mic last night. That joke would have gone over a lot better. How about this Lincoln, huh? You see Lincoln? Uh, no. Good. Life's short. <laughs> Why? <laughs> gives a shit. <laughs> We already get the gist. Right? Right. I did like the after credit sequence where you find out who the villain in the next movie is going to be. Mm. That part I very much enjoyed. Who was it? Didn't care for the Steve-O cameo. <laughs> Thought that was a little inappropriate. <laughs> hey, Keith, you know how some people are... Uh, <laughs> I have a Hamda, too. You can... Hey, Hamda, you know how some people... It's okay. This could be the Keith portion. I had some last night. Okay, you did. You were at I my did. thing. Yeah. Uh, Keith, you know, you're too busy uh, with your fiancé. You what? know how they have somebody's fucking my fiance. What did you say? <laughs> no, you were too busy being with your fiance. All oh, right, right. Celebrating her being in New York <sighs> for a year. It's not her show. Right. <laughs> I was just kidding. It's her show. <laughs> you know how there's uh, two beer queers. Uh huh. People oh. that uh, get drunk fast. I like to think of myself as a two beer by curious. Okay. <laughs> You're a little tipsy, but yeah. not necessarily yeah. drunk. And then I'm like, yeah, maybe dick is okay. After two beers. I, I don't know if that's what they meant, but I hear you. Oh, that was improv, you guys. Hey, Keith, how about these hipsters, huh? They can be annoying sometimes. They try hard to seem laid back. I don't get it, man. It's like, I don't get how people get mad at that stuff. And how like right. how skinny jeans, that's a thing you get mad at, the width of someone's right. pants. Like In the future, when we're all sitting our kids down, we're like, hey, kids, look out for flying rape robots. Let mm -hmm. me tell you about what a problem hipsters were. <laughs> we're going to look real stupid, my friend. You know what I mean? I hear you. Cosign. <laughs> my uh, student loans, please. I got to go back to school. This isn't working. All right, so that's a monologue. I guess we'll introduce the guest now. Hi, Keith. Hey, buddy. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm into him. Hi, Hamda. Hi, how's it going? Good, how are you? You know, I'm really great, and uh, like you mentioned, I did see you last night at an open mic, and man, I, I was really proud to be there with you. Oh, can you save that for the compliment Danny portion? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Please continue. <laughs> Please. Please, I beg of you. This is really cool. It's at the Waltz Astoria, mm -hmm. really sweet space, good, you know, just a... Okay. No. The host is a gem. Uh, yes. <laughs> the host. Uh, Pedro will never hear this. Okay. The host is the worst. <laughs> he is the worst. He means well. And he's generally affable, but he, he's a 
It, if you can ignore that, it's such a good open mic with really um, talented people who are trying really well to support each other and, you know, but but not fake laughing or anything. Really oh, no. nice space. Really good uh, space in terms of, like, you get an easy, you know, drink and a sandwich right. or something. Like, very, very simple, simple, simple. No cover charge. And you get 10 minutes. You get 10 minutes. You, you buy, comic. you spend $10, you get 10 minutes, which is two beers. Yeah, which I mean, if you're gonna hang out, exactly, you know, it's it's great. Ten minutes really is good. unbelievable. But he, Pedro, and you're right. He means well, but he is so self-centered that he can't take himself out of this. Is not about you. You're just hosting, and he heckles. He really? heckles because he doesn't heckle obnoxiously. You know, he can't whatever. help but be like, "Yeah, right. I know about that," or like, you know, like, "Oh, oh, you." It's like. We're not having a dialogue right, right now, but he, yeah, so he doesn't heckle with like, talk about whatever, but he heckles in that sense where he feels like everyone's talking to him and he has the right to talk back because it's his venue. I see that a lot in venues, comedians doing that. Even more established comedians, they'd be in a room of other com- comedians and that uh, you just hear him shouting in the back, that's so true. He was talking about that last night. <laughs> it's like, all right, we get it. You guys are friends. Somehow you needed the attention. It's too much. Does it that is. not cheese you off? When you're talking to a comedian and then 10 minutes later they do your conversation on stage. Yeah, you didn't realize you were being used. That just cheeses me right off. Is or, that happening to you right now? It's like, happened before. Yeah. It's happened a few mm. times. And I'm like, wow, you told me an interesting story. I guess I should have figured the open <laughs> mic was in 10 minutes. And right. <laughs> your interesting story would. Or you have a conversation with somebody. It Something really comes out of nowhere. Like, did you ever notice... That uh, in the movie Cloverfield. Right. Hmm. <laughs> Why are we bringing this up right. in regular conversation? That's odd. Or halfway through a conversation, you're like, this no longer, I'm not part of this conversation mm. anymore. I oh, guess. yeah. You're just the yeah. audience now. Yeah. yeah. This happened to me a couple times during the Surf Reality Days. And I can't tell you, I really was genuinely offended. Not that, listen, listen run your material by me. I don't care. You know, um, run it again by me to see if I see any changes or think it's funny or fine. But don't pretend like we're having a conversation when you're doing your shtick. It was so offensive. I remember being offended. I was at Surf Reality and a girl would uh, show her tits and cut herself in front of and me. And you'd be like, I thought we had a special thing, baby. Five minutes later, she goes on stage and <laughs> the same thing. Absolutely. When you cut yourself in my bed last night, mm-hmm. I thought that was unique. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling the police. Darling, I'm, right. I'm figuring out how to help you. You're using me. <laughs> If you have the right way to stitch yourself, how up. did? Does she have a razor when she cut herself? It's nails. Because that's a oh yeah, that's the worst. Is when you don't have a razor, you're just using like a, a shampoo bottle that has a crack in it. You've done the that. lid. So, You've done that. Yep. What? What was it? How old were you? Uh, well, old enough. Okay. How long ago? Not long enough. Within five years. Yeah. Within two years. I don't want to play this game anymore. It was about last year. We'll say that. And you were you were thinking, let me see what happens. Sometimes you get it in you. And you you get the demons in. Get them out. And of the demons you. need to get out. And then you, what do you do? You try to slice yourself with the. You just scratch yourself up with the shampoo. And cap. how do you go? Well, that was dumb and you're over yep. it. Yep. And then you go, that'll be great for the stage. Oh, so now, you, now instead of thinking, like, now I'm more embarrassed, I want to kill myself, you're like, I got a good joke. Exactly. It's all about experiences. Well, okay. <laughs> Danny has the best attitude ever. Yep. I, catch, I catch him, like, uh, about to jump off a roof. No, I'm it's just... Like, Danny, get your shit together. Come on, buddy. We're friends. I'm be researching. Like, yeah. You wait. How good this is going to yeah. be. Oh, man. You I'm a what? golden god. That's <laughs> the thing about being an artist. You could take that to the bad place or you can say I mean that's like the best place to put that is wow I really hit some sort of bottom whether it's like the bottom bottom or no, it you know some level of bottom but 
if you could turn that into your art, I don't know. I think that's kind of cool, that's, right? That's the only reason that should happen. It's the only good thing that can come of that. Yeah, besides I mean, I, getting the demons out. I obviously I don't think you that's should do good. it for jokes, you know. But if it already happened, <laughs> then you can change it into something that, you know, has an outlet. Right. Right. So it can't go wrong, is what. <laughs> kind of do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. I hate Swallow arsenic. You're paraphrasing. <laughs> Only if you're an artist. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Uh, Wolves of Wall Street should not partake in this <laughs> activity at all. I don't think that non-artists are slicing. Risky. Oh sure, they are. Not in that way. Well, that's the worst part, is that because then you can't get anything out of it. You're just slicing and dicing for no. You can no start reason. dating an artist who will be the only person who ever understands you. I was, uh, before the show, Danny and I, we were talking about uh, who I follow on Twitter, and I was saying that uh, today's a rough day. If I follow you, don't write something stupid. Don't write something just for attention, if usually you're a clever person, or I'm going to have to knock you out. Sometimes you have to go on these little cleanups, right? And uh, Danny, I'm still following him. Danny's, you're doing great, apparently. I haven't tweeted today. Because I'd get, I'll get rid of close friends. It means nothing to me. You've got rid of me before a couple times. I have to. I have to go on with my life. So and and I, don't, I don't skip through Twitters. I check every single one. What? Wow. Well, wow. I do, yeah. What? Uh, wow. What? Well, he's saying wow because he knows some of the people I follow. Because well, I know some of my tweets that you've seen all yeah, of them. Right. I'm, I'm surprised I'm yeah. still on the chopping I block. know exactly about the bottle cap. What, Are you kidding me? Uh, about the bottle cap. The, trying to slice yourself up with the shampoo cap, I mean. Mm. But uh, Danny was saying, you follow some Jim Carrey fake account that didn't Twitter since 2009. Right. And I'm like, well, I probably liked what somebody said, somebody retweeted, and that's it. And then followed and didn't think about it. So I'm always going to be following this person, whoever it is, uh, until they write something dumb. And maybe the next thing is dumb, but they could, if they just keep quiet, they'll have me as a follower. It's, and Danny started debating about that. He's like, uh, so maybe I should just keep you as a follower and never tweet again. This tweeting thing is kind of like deal or no deal. Does Danny want to just stop tweeting? Hey, remember tweeting? that thing I was talking about, how conversations become bits and it's really <laughs> fucking annoying? <laughs> At least he's... <laughs> I'm just no, kidding. I know. But, but he started the segment with Danny I and I were talking. I know. Yeah. I was just joking. Just jokes. But it's interesting. Do you just take the followers that you have now... And not be able to no, talk. God, no. Or, but every time you type, you're risking it. Dad. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start a Twitter account that never tweets, but I'm going to get everybody to follow me, and then they'll forget to unfollow me since I won't be reminding them that they're following me. Call it Jim Scary. I'm going to call it mm, Not Here. I'm going to call it, what's that Charlie Brown the doctor is not in? That's what I'm going to call it. Charlie Brown the dopey dumb I hear? He's a dopey dumb. He's a piece of shit. Oh, no thank God like for Snoopy. <laughs> no, that's are great. Um. Yeah. No. It's crazy. I'm still gonna tweet you. What? Uh. What makes you go? Okay. I've unfollowed this person. Okay. I'm gonna refollow him. What? Uh. What? What clicks in your mind that you're like? I'm gonna give them another chance again. Uh. They work for me, and they might be talking shit about me. <laughs> I don't know. It's my buddy Danny. I'm gonna give him another shot. I never talk shit about you. I know, but it's my buddy Danny, and I'm like, let's see what he's Thanks, up to. Man. Maybe he's over whatever crisis he was going through that <laughs> night. It's been a month. He looks That's healthy. your response to crisis. <laughs> I don't need to follow this. Yep. Yeah. I'm Downer. sure he'll get over it in his own time. But he's not my dad. Right. <laughs> you claim no responsibility over my well-being. I'd help out your well-being, but I don't want it to look like I'm patronizing. <laughs> <laughs> out of respect, I'll leave you alone. Oh right. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> I think that counts as bro time. Yeah. Yeah, that was the bro time segment. <laughs> So cute. Yeah, I'm the best. Oh my god. I'm the greatest. I played a poison song. Danny was loving it. I man, gonna go have to 
shampoo bottle myself up, but <laughs> it was a great song, you guys. Ride the Wind, he's talking about. That's going to be our, my wedding song. There was, is it? It's not Crazy Bitch? <laughs> I haven't decided. <laughs> the, the harmonies in that, though? I mean, it's great. Yeah. Not Crazy Bitch, but in uh, right. Ride the Lightning, Wind. Uh, Ride the Wind, yeah. Ride the Wind. Great stuff. I like it. I'm going to give them a chance. Okay. They're my Beatles. I hear you. You don't get it either? Why, why people like them? <laughs> I don't get the Beatles, man. One good album they had, and the rest... Uh, Which one do you like? Abbey Road. Abbey Road. It's one of that... To me, it's one of those four. Those four right then. Magnificent. Oh, like Revolver, Abbey Road, White Album, Sgt. Pepper's? Exactly. I can, those are their best, for sure. Right. Abbey Road's the only one where I'm like, holy shit, I get the hype. Hmm. The rest of it, I'm like, there are a lot of misses on with these hits wow and they're all concept albums you know where yeah. they all have the same they all flow they, they all flow you right. know carry that weight is like a really four songs right oh yeah the last 20 minutes of Abbey Road is yeah. like all one they're song like I guess we have up. to break it up and title it different right right that's what the producer wants LPs are a thing <laughs> right. the 1960s otherwise we would name, name the whole album one song right I like I like shit like that I like when it flows uh, yeah recommendations that's a recommendation segment yep You've seen? Have you seen? Has anyone seen Pitch Perfect? No, you'd hate it. Wait, I did see it. I was on an airplane, so forgive me. Oh, I was. You would like it, I think. If you, no, you didn't like it. The thing where she's part of a acapella group. No, you didn't like it at all. No, it's like ah, it's Glee great. meets Bring It On. Yep. Uh, what I like is the main actress. Mm-hmm, she's fantastic. After doing that Clooney movie. Up it's, in the air. Yeah, totally different version of herself yeah. and so endearing that it was hard to hate it as much as I would have. Yep. She's mm-hmm. she's something. She is something. I yeah. like that movie a lot. Did you like the guy from Workaholics in it? The smarmy... Uh, I've never... I've seen like one Workaholic. The one who threw the burrito at the fat girl. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. It was pretty dumb. I liked it. It is dumb, but it was like a feel-good, fun, endearing movie. It was good on a plane, I guess. So I rolled my eyes a lot, but right. I was, you know, I could tolerate that a lot more. I wouldn't even look at Keith with that title in your face. And that's now, why I said you wouldn't like it. Ten-second plugs. Oh, I didn't even write these down. Uh, you've heard them all before. Okay, you've heard them all before. Follow at- him on Twitter. Go to dannyhatch.com, and uh, he <laughs> writes a lot. And I like his Twitters because you know why. It yes, some of them are specifically jokes, but I like the personal stuff. I I like when people Twitter more personal stuff than jokes. And yeah. now live feedback. Oh, Fox Dugan, writing from my ass, says, "Danny, <laughs> I need relationship advice. How do I pleasure myself on the next level? I am currently just using my hand. Any tips? Use you a vagina. Are kind of he's gay, <laughs> kind of a creep. Fox Dugan. Okay, sweet guy." He's one of those people in the chat rooms who's always like, get naked for me. He rubs you weird. No pun. Let's say... <laughs> I like him a lot. Let's say you're you're answering the question for other more for normal other... folks trying to go next level mm-hmm. in their masturbatories. Straights. Two beer straights, we call them. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, have, there have you sex go. sex with a woman. It feels amazing. And there is advice with Danny. Advice Thank you, Danny. Danny. And now, Danny's quote of the show. Danny's quote of the show. I love this part. AKA Danny just reads Mountain Goats lyrics and tries to convince you guys to like the Mountain Goats because they're so poetic and good. This is from their song Letter from Belgium. Okay. A bit of a quick context. Mm-hmm, please. It's on the album We Shall All Be Healed, which is a concept album about a bunch of meth heads living together based on John Darnielle, the lead singer of the Mountain Goats' experiences in his early 20s. Okay. So this, these lyrics are about a bunch of fucked up meth heads. All right. In the cold, clear light of day down here, everyone's a monster. That's cool with all of us. We've been 
we've been past the point of help since early April. Mm-hmm. When we walk out in the sunlight, we tell everyone we know it hurts our eyes. When the real reason we don't like it is that it makes us wonder if we're dying. Whoa. A letter from Belgium. It's good stuff, right? Yeah, that's good. It's great. It's poetry. I think I'd rather read them then. <laughs> Maybe. You know yeah. what I mean? Can can someone put their nope. lyrics in different music, please? <laughs> right. You guys are the worst. Take a little poison instrumental. <laughs> <laughs> I showed up. We're uh, on. All, we're all on meth now. <laughs> I have great taste in music, and you guys are the Philistines here. Oh, I'm a Labrador. That's the worst. It's uh, like the one thing I don't like about you. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> That's the show with Danny.